This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hey everyone, welcome to the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am your host, Lauren, and welcome to 2024. It is Tuesday, January 2nd when I am recording this a little bit late. I normally put these episodes out on Tuesday, so they're recorded at least on Monday, but you know, with kids and holiday and traveling, it's okay. It's all okay. I mean, even the idea of starting all of our resolutions on January 1st, I struggle with because people are still in that holiday mode and you still have a house full of people and certainly a house full of food. And so I'm just going to give myself some grace this week if everything has a little bit of a slower start. And so I would love for you to also accept that grace on my behalf. And it's, it's just an arbitrary day. January 1st is just an arbitrary day that the new year starts. So if you kick off your things on the 2nd, the 5th, the 8th, the 10th, it really doesn't matter as long as we get started at some point. And this is the solo cast to talk about the word of the year. I teased this a little bit in my recap from last week. So if you haven't heard that, go back to listen to that. It was a really great one. And this word of the year came about, I mean, a lot of people have talked about it. And I originally did it as a word that I received from someone in our community who had a bunch of words that they would write out. And if you wanted a word, you could just ask for one and whatever word was randomly selected, it was just an opportunity to be a little bit more mindful about that word, really think about how that word comes into play in, in your daily life. And so that's how it started for me. And then I decided to be a little bit more activated and intentional about it and create my own word. So last year, my word of the year was embodiment. And the way that I came to that was it had really been a word that was sort of circling around. It had popped up a lot in things that I was reading or things that I was seeing or different, you know, people that I was following or learning from. And it really just struck me as a way to slow down, to go a little bit deeper, to not be so surface level or um, jack of all trades, master of none kind of thing. As you know, if you listen to my podcast, I do have a lot of upper chakra, um, fidgety, 
non-committal, I love that energy hummingbird sort of vibe. And the idea of embodiment was to really, like I said, go deeper on some things, let myself slow down, let myself really integrate more, play more, become more aware of my body and the way energy moves and where I feel things and how I feel things. And it was really an amazing word for me and an amazing year in being intentional with that word. I did lots of different things that helped me pull that word into into life, put it into practice. I did a class on EFT, tapping you might have heard of, which is emotional freedom technique, which is basically a way to move energy, navigate certain situations where you are feeling a feeling that's uncomfortable for you, a feeling that you don't want to have, whether it be anger or sadness or stress, anxiety, frustration, jealousy, and what you do in this practice, and I'll do a future episode on this, is basically just recognize the feeling that you're having and try to go back into your memory bank of where this feeling may be coming from. So you know, something might happen in the moment where you're feeling angry. Yes, it's about that moment, but it's really about something that maybe happened five years or 15 years ago that sort of got implanted into your subconscious. And so when the moment happens today, it's bringing you back to that feeling of sadness or anger or resentment or unworthiness or whatever it is. And so it's a practice in really going deeper into your subconscious and then allowing yourself to release it through a series of points on your body and you tap on your forehead and you tap on the side of your head and above your mouth and there's a whole process to it. But that was definitely a practice in embodiment and sort of understanding how you can move through feelings that are not the best that you don't that you don't want to keep having and really understanding again where they came from and I got super into kundalini yoga in the very end of the year starting in October and that was again a beautiful embodiment practice because it is really mind body spirit alignment and a lot of breathing, a lot of meditative practices, a lot of gentle movements to get into your body, to move through your body, to realign and, you know, as my teachers say, make your acquaintance every day. You know, we're all carrying so much, so much stress from our daily lives, from what we pick up from other people and our family and our friends, so much going on in the world. And 
you know, many of us just, you got to just keep moving through, right? There's no other way but forward. And in doing so, we don't even realize how much we're holding on to, how much stress is just being embedded into the body. And we can see it through our bodies clenching throughout the day. A lot of us do a fidgeting movement throughout the day, whether that be shaking our legs or tapping our fingers, we crack our knuckles, we twirl our hair, pacing, all of these things. It creates trouble sleeping. It creates jaw clenching. Oh my gosh, that's something that I've definitely been suffering from um, at night. You wake up and your whole body is is tense and squeezing. So even though you don't recognize it during the day, subconsciously, all of these things are just being embedded into our psyche. And it's not good. (laughs) And so Kundalini is a beautiful embodiment practice to, again, recognize what we're feeling, make those connections between what we're taking in, what we're consuming, on a physical level, the food, the drink, what we're consuming on a mental level, social media, news, family, friends, all of that stress and helping release that, helping find balance, really clearing our aura and our energy field. So those are just two of the embodiment practices that I learned this past year and integrated and they've been tremendously helpful. So I'll do a deeper dive on those in the future. But going back to the word of the year for this year for 2024, it's a really fun practice. And that's how I would encourage you to look at it. It is not something to create stress or oh my gosh, I have to pick the perfect word. So here are some ways to do it. Number one, you can pick a word that is the very first word that comes to mind. You close your eyes, you take a few deep breaths, and you just ask yourself, what is a word that I feel would be meaningful for me to integrate into my life this year? Boom, whatever word it is, presence, love, health, joy, play, whatever the first word is, write that down and sit with it. And if it feels right, which it probably will, let that be your word. Another way to do that is to sit for a longer time in meditation and really go through a process of Maybe it's five minutes, 10 minutes, whether it's going on a walk or sitting in silence or listening to beautiful music on Insight Timer. I love that app. It's a free app. There is a ton of different meditation music and really see what word bubbles up by going a little bit longer into the meditation and a little bit deeper there might be something beneath the surface that wants to present itself to you and giving yourself a little bit more time with that might be a really good fit to come up with your word and just sort of see what drops in. 
you can also pick a word that you've been thinking about a lot. I mean, there are things that we repeat to ourselves, repeat to our family and friends that can give you an indication of something that is a priority to you, something that you've been reading about, saying a lot about, I really want to focus on my health. I really want to have more fun. I really want to lighten up. I really want to feel more gratitude. Those things that you've been saying, using that word as the word of the year is a perfect way to honor what your intuition is already telling you and put that into practice. So definitely give that some thought if you want to go in that direction and think about a word that has been on your mind a lot that you've been reading a lot about or sort of like a buzzword that maybe you want to investigate and spend some time with. Another way to do it is to start with a longer list of words, write them down and narrow them down. So maybe you write down mindfulness and gratitude and travel and health and, you know, whatever. Maybe it's five or 10 words that you would like to consider. And then going through, do a process of elimination, cutting out the ones that really don't speak to the the most authentic place in your heart to the highest priority or the thing that really is calling to you. Narrow down to one and that's another way to choose your word. There really, really, really is no right or wrong about how to do it. It should just be something that is meaningful to you, that resonates with you, that you feel connected to and feel like has a lot of meat to it, a lot of legs, a lot of different ways that you could approach it or integrate it or really, you know, get in the, get in the weeds with it. That to me is what makes it a strong word. It also doesn't have to be for the whole year. If there are a lot of different things that you feel strongly about and you're struggling to eliminate or narrow down, you could do the practice of the word of the season and every three months pick a new word. You could do a word of the month if that is something that really excites you. And this month I'm going to focus on one thing and the next month I'm going to focus on something else. That is a super fun, really engaging practice to to explore. And you could even have an overall theme of the year. Maybe your, maybe your word of the year is explore. And each month you explore a different thing, a different part of your life. Maybe it's work or hobbies or adventure. And each month you pick something that ties to that overall theme. The point is, There is no right or wrong, however you want to do it. It's just, again, it's a really fun practice, but it can also be really impactful and really meaningful and a beautiful way to set an intention that it's not something that you necessarily have to work hard and think about every single day, but as the weeks 
of the year go on, bringing that word back to the front of your mind, bringing it up to the surface can just be a really beautiful, like a lighthouse, a little bit of a guiding point when there is so much chaos happening and and so much stuff going on in the world. I find it really grounding, really allows me to feel tethered to something that I find important and just again a beautiful way to navigate all of the stuff that life is going to throw at us. So my word of the year for 2024 is consistency. For me this is something that really started to come up in the third and really fourth quarter of 2023 and that for me is how I know it's important because it came up both naturally, organically. It was sort of like, okay, I really need to get a plan in place. I really would like to have this idea and see it through. And so I just sort of started to really act on that word. And for me to commit to that is a huge thing. And I'm so excited about it. For me, consistency is a way to have discipline. It is a way to show myself love and compassion and an integrity and honor the desires that I have. It's a way for me to show really future me that I can do it by doing it in the current moment, right? We all have these these goals, these dreams, these ideals and ideas of what we want to become. And that is only going to happen for me by day in and day out doing the work. I know what my results are when I'm inconsistent and now I'm going to show myself what the results can be and will be when I am consistent. And it's funny, there's certain parts of my life that I have no problem being consistent with. I have not had a drink in four years, so I am very consistent with my alcohol-free life. I am very consistent in taking care of my family, in being a good friend, reaching out to people, in my podcast, in my email, in my business. I have certain levels of consistency. And this is really, this year is going to be bringing that to another level. Again, going deeper with that. And I'm still going to honor my manifesting generator energy. I'm still going to follow what I love. I'm still going to allow myself to say yes to opportunities and go with the flow. But at the core, at the foundation, the deeper level, I am going to be consistent with my business practices. I'm going to be consistent with my health practices. I am 
setting goals for myself and I know that I can achieve them and I'm so excited to see what I can do when I follow through with things. I'm great at setting goals. I am great at coming up with ideas and and all these plans and all these programs and I literally could write a book on all the different things. For me, It's the execution that is the place that I struggle, total transparency. And so consistency to me is in the execution, in just doing it. I can do it. I'm going to do it now. I'm not putting off till later what I can do now. And that takes work and that takes discipline and that takes, again, looking at it as self-love and being accountable to myself and yes, having lots of friends that can be accountability partners for me is key. So I'm setting myself up with all kinds of different ways to do that. One of the things that I am doing to really get this started is a version of 75 hard, which if you haven't heard about it, I've had a few friends do it and it's not a fit for me. It's two exercise sessions a day, 45 minutes each, one being outside. It's drinking a gallon of water a day, reading 10 pages of nonfiction a day, taking a photo of yourself and no alcohol and sticking to some sort of a diet plan. That's like the traditional version of 75 hard that somebody, a guy created, I haven't read it, but I'm doing a version of that, which I feel will be a challenge for me, but also something that I feel confident that I can achieve. And that is, again, a really big thing. We want to push ourselves and challenge ourselves, but To me, there's no glory in setting yourself up for failure by having it be something that you know you can't do. Like, I know myself. I'm not going to exercise twice a day for 45 minutes, one of them being outside, because if it's raining, I'm not going to go outside. And if it's freezing, I'm not going to go do that. And so my version, I'm calling the 75 medium. And it is 75 straight days starting today, which is I am going to do the two workouts a day. One of them is going to be Kundalini practice, which again is definitely has physical components, but it's really like a mind, body, spirit alignment practice. So it's physical, but it's also meditation and other things. So I am going to have a second exercise session in the day. I'm not setting a time limit for it. And that will be bar, yoga, Pilates, pickleball, walking, boxing, elliptical, whatever, something else that is strength training and cardio in one of those areas. I'm going to drink a half a gallon of water a day because for my height and weight, a gallon would be way too much. I'm going to read the 10 pages a day. I'm fiction or nonfiction. It doesn't matter because both of those would be wonderful. And I'm not going to do the picture of the day that doesn't align with me. My big addition to my version of 75 medium is going to be no scrolling until 7pm at night. 
As you know, if you are a listener, I have been struggling with my phone addiction. And so creating the scroll at seven little mantra is going to be challenging. And also I feel really committed to that. That is going to be really helpful in my plan for consistency in all aspects of my life is to not scroll social media until 7 p.m. And the other element that I'm adding is sugar Sundays, which is basically I'm not going to have sugar during the week. Only on the weekend will I have added sugar. So a dessert, a chocolate, a something sweet. Also, I feel like that will be very helpful to my my body, my psyche, my spirit is to not have additional sugar throughout the week. I just don't need it. It's not good for me. It is a very slippery slope to have a bite of something. And then before I know it, I'm eating a dessert every day, which I just don't need. It's just not good for me. So that's my version of 75 medium, which is going to be integral into my word of the year, consistency. And I'm, again, just feeling really stoked about all the different ways that this is going to play out in my life. So I encourage you to come up with your word of the year. I'd love to hear what it is. If you want to message me at lauren at opentoalchemy.com. Find me on social, open.to.alchemy. And we can create a little accountability group for our word of the year. Whatever it is that you choose, our words become our manifestations. Our words are powerful. They're spells. They create the story that our lives become. So just pick a word that matters to you. Pick a word that you aspire to. Pick a word that you feel would add a new level of of love and joy and peace and happiness to your life. And it's going to happen. And so I'm so excited for all of you, for all that we are going to do in 2024. I will be back much more consistently with the podcast this year. Lots of new things to come. As I mentioned, I've been talking about a little bit my focus on creativity and my ability to be a creative catalyst is definitely a place where I am going to be consistent. Hold me to it, y'all. I can do it. We can do it. And so there'll be lots more to come on that. And again, I'm just so, so grateful to you for taking the time to listen and subscribe and download and share and comment. It means so much to me. I love doing this. I love hearing any impact that it has on you. And, you know, we are so much stronger when we are a community, when we share our challenges, our hardships, our successes, our tricks, our tools. And that's really what this is about, is to lift each other up, 
help each other move through and and live a life that we feel proud of and we feel excited about and we feel connected to. And so that is my commitment to you again for this year. And I'll be back next week and I will talk to you soon. I wish you the best 2024 ever. Mwah. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.